0: of this things.
1: None should carry the ark
0: of God except the Levites. Okay.
1: For mm-hmm.
0: so this is what the Lord has ordained it to be. The Lord has chosen the Levites only. The Levites only are the people who are supposed to carry the ark of God. Mm-hmm. To minister to God
1: forever and to also carry the ark of God. Alright, man of God. And David assembled all Israel and Jerusalem mm-hmm. to bring up the ark of the Lord to its place, okay. which he had prepared for it. Okay, so
0: the ark of God was being prepared, and David was more or less like a custodian of the ark of God. And the Lord has given David an instructions on how the ark of God needed to be carried and needed to be placed or even moved and the Lord gave David specific instructions but the first time God gave David these instructions David not obeyed the instructions. Perhaps David was thinking that because God is all loving we can do what we want and we, we can get away with it but then David in his actions realized that there was something wrong somewhere and then in the verse 12 to the verse 13 of God help us. First Chronicles chapter 15 verse 12 to 13 David make reference to something that happened in the past and then things must be done right now. Mm -hmm.
1: Verse 12 to 18. To 13. 13. Yes, please. And said to them, you are the head of the finest house of the Levites. Okay. Sanctify yourselves, Mm -hmm. both you and your brethren, that you may break up the ark of the Lord, Mm -hmm. the God of Israel, Mm -hmm. to the place that I have prepared for it. Okay. Verse 13. Mm -hmm. For because you bought it not, as god directed at the first time so he's telling them they did not carry the ark of god as
0: god directed them to do in the first place the first time they were coming the ark of god they did not do it so but now that they are going to do it a second time they need to carry the levite as the lord has said and even the levite needs to sanctify themselves are we okay here because the first time that it was carried, it was coming in the book of first Chronicles, chapter 13 the verse 8 and the verse 10 tells us that they covered the ark of God at the back of a new cat like a child, it was at the back but when the cat was going or the donkey was going or the camel was going, what happened was that the camel began to be uneasy or unrest and suddenly it it was shaking itself and the ark of God was about to fall and scripture says that then Uzzah saw that that was about to happen, the ark of God was about to happen, in his good heart to prevent the ark of God from falling, so Uzzah supported the ark of God from falling, and by doing so, he touched the ark of God. And but the scripture, we have heard all these years that Uzzah touched the ark of God, and God smited him, and then he died. 1st Colossians chapter 13, the verse 8 to the verse 10 is there. Uzzah touched the ark of God and God's anger was kindled against him and then God smite him and he died. The ark of God represents the covenant of God with the Israelites as well and the ark of God also represents the presence of God in the in the life of the people of Israel, Israelite. Are you with me? So then, if I am Uzzah, if I am touching the presence of God or if I'm touching God, why should God smite me? Because he's asking us to worship him, he's asking us to serve him and i'm coming to be be postured before you and to touch the lord and yet i'm touching a symbol of god and god is mighty me you see in, in the presence of god there are things that comes alive and there are things that also are put to death not everything comes alive in the presence of god what comes alive in your life in the presence of god is dependent on your obedience and what dies in your life or even you your own death can also be caused by your obedience or your disobedience. So Uzzah's death was caused by a disobedience. We have heard over the years that many people have missed a message and they have said that we should not support God. And why Uzzah died was because Uzzah was supporting God. But that is not the case. But it's not the case. So, are three days not to support God, and no one can support God. There is nothing we can do to, uh, for God or to God. The only thing we can do for God is to worship Him. That is a lie. We can support God. Worship is not the only thing we can do for God. There are many things we can do for God. There are many things we can do to support God. Whether we do it or not, He is still God. But there are many things He needs us to do for Him. Not only worship, not only praise, not only singing and jumping and clapping our hands, not only that. There are many things, and I'll prove it to you. Because, you see, Scripture tells us that the Lord has sent it upon the earth to win souls for him. And he has made us fishers of men to be able to translate people from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of light. The best people to be able to do this thing will be the angels, not us. Because the mere fact that people are encountering angels, they know God exists. So it will easily make them change their mind. But why is God sending us? Why is God sending us? If God doesn't need us, why did he create us? If God doesn't need you for anything in this world, why did he create you? God needs you. Not to only come and eat and drink and then die and go. No, he needs you to support his assignment in this in this day and this end time for a purpose. So as you are here now, eating and drinking, dressing and doing all sorts of things, you are here to support God. No one should lie to you that you cannot support God. We are here to support God. Because even when mary was trying to explain to joseph how that that the holy spirit has come upon her and she's pregnant joseph never believed mary and joseph was about to call off the wedding until an angel appeared to joseph so if there are some people who are going to be more worthy to preach the gospel of god for us to believe then it should be angels not us because it was easier for joseph to understand an angel than to even understand man or mary family members might have spoken to joseph but joseph never listened Until the angel came to bring clarity so we may not be the right people to be able to bring the gospel to man but the angels may be the right people or the right entities to bring the gospel but yet god still chose us and not the angels to bring this message why he needs us for a purpose he says he doesn't do anything on this earth except he first reveals it to himself and the prophet why would god need a man first to reveal something he wants to do on this age to a man before he does it it's not that he cannot do it without man but he will need man be able to partner on this earth to do it because earth is for man he has given the dominion or the authority of this earth to man so if he needs to do something by his principle he will need to come to man to partner with man for man to support him For so scripture says we are co-workers with christ we are not co equal with him in terms of his sovereignty but in terms of working or being an heir, we are co-workers so if you and I are co-workers what are you doing? I am supporting you, you are supporting me and that is what we are doing all these years. Even in the book of Mark, uh, Mark, chapter 15, um, I think the verse 3 that was Scripture was talking about the crucifixion of Jesus Christ. As he was going to be crucified, Scripture said there was a man that was passing by by the name Simon, his, um, who is the father of Alexander and Rufus. Scripture said the man was passing by, and the called Simon, who was who was or is an African to support Jesus Christ, carried the cross. This man is an African he is a man and then he was helping God because Jesus says I am a father I am one and Jesus is God Holy Spirit and God one are we okay here and then he had to help Jesus God carry the cross to God, God to be crucified is that not support so why will you tell me that we cannot support God in any way and the reason why Uzzah died was because he supported God that is not the case the reason why Uzzah died was because David refused to obey instructions and David carried his friends by excitement. He carried his friends and they were they were excited and they were celebrating. First Chronicles 13, verse 8. It tells us David and the people they were celebrating, they were dancing, they were clapping. Because the act of God was with them. They were clapping. They were celebrating. But you see, even though they were excited and they were celebrating, they were celebrating wrongly because they were carrying the act of God wrongly. And David ended up making his friend die because of his disobedience. His friend with his own mindset, good intention, was trying to help the ark of God not to fall. So should the ark of God fall and maybe break? Uzzah with his right intention was trying to stop the ark from falling. And God kindled his anger and then smite him. The reason why God killed Uzzah was because Uzzah was not the right person, number one. Number two, he was not worthy to be able to touch the ark of God. Because according to scripture, it is only the Levite. Who are worthy to be able to touch the ark of God. And even the Levites are supposed to be sanctified. The Levites, even them who are Levites, who are supposed to be able to touch the ark of God, are supposed to be first sanctified before they can touch the ark of God. So, Uzzah died simply because he was not worthy and he was not the right person to be able to touch the ark of God. And the Levites are the only people who are worthy and to be able to touch the ark of God. Scripture says that when Uzzah was, was mighty, was mighty and he died. David got angry. He got offended at the Lord. David said, why would God kill my friend? When my friend was just helping the ark from falling. David got offended at God. And then David said, I'm not going to allow the ark of God to be in my house anymore. Let me go and put it in the house of this Levite, Obedido. He <laughs> was a Levite porter. Obedido was a Levite potter. And David said, I'm not going to put the ark of God in my house anymore because the Lord had killed my friend. Who was trying to support the ark from for them and he lifted the ark of god into the house of obedidom now it's not his own house and uh, scripture says because of the ark of god in the house of obedidom obedidom was being blessed by the Lord. so the same thing that was killing someone was the same thing that was blessing another family simply by obedience obedidom could be able to have access to the uh, to the ark of god because he is a levite porter he's a river even though he's the that he's coming from um time because um uh, he was he was grown up there and then originally he's a Levite, so he he, he was able to have the act of God around him without him dying. The same presence of God that is able to give life is the same presence of God that can kill others. Many of us took around in church, many of us took around in the presence of God, and yet we do not know. That we are causing our own death, or we are causing our own blessing. For he says, no one comes into the presence of the Lord and leaves the same. The same doesn't necessarily means positive things only. Ananias and Sapphira came to the presence of God one day, and they met their death. They did not go to the shrine; they came to the presence of God. And they spoke by their disobedience, they died in the presence of God. Let's get this straight. So that we don't, you know, when we come to the presence of God, we only come to make things alive. By our obedience, by our uh, obedience to instructions and directions, things are able to come alive or things are able to be put to death. Based on our own actions and how we obey principles so the same act of God that killed Uzzah was the same act of God that was bringing blessings into the house of Obedidon who would tell life the, Lev- the Levites what are the Levites doing why would God choose the Levites only to be the people to who are worthy or chosen to touch the act of God or to minister to God forever the Levites are simply um, the fourth um, child between Leah and Jacob. You know Jacob's name was changed by God when Jacob had an encounter with the Lord. His name was changed to Israel. So Israel is not just a country but it's also a person named Jacob. And then Jacob was deceived by his, um, his uncle um, Laban to marry his first daughter Leah. And so he mated with Leah and their fourth baby, Jacob and Leah's fourth baby is Levi. And so the descendants of Levi are called Levites. Are we okay? not from Rahel's side or not from Rachel's side, but from Leah's side. The fourth child between Leah and Jacob is called Levi. And the descendants of Levi are called Levi. God chose them specifically to be the people among the 11 tribes of, um, of Israel. So there are 12 tribes of Israel, all right? One among them is Levi. Are we okay here? Okay, so, one among the 11 tribes is um, the 12 tribe is Levi. And among the 12, God chose only one, Levi. To be the people, the tribe, that will only put themselves down to serve God, to minister to God, to touch of the heaven, to be able to clean the temple, to be able to be gatekeepers in the house of God. For the other 11 tribes, who are the Levites? Levi are gatekeepers, they are the ashes, they are the musicians. They are the cleaners, they are the announcement people, they are the musicians. They, 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 they what name all the subordinate job in the house of God? They are the people, they are separated from the priest. The priest then was Aaron. Are we okay? And Aaron wasn't any bad. so they they, they take up the subordinate work. So every administrative work, every cleaning job, every other thing is being done by the Levi, the camera works, whatever it is, they are done by the Levites. And those things, what was the instruction of God was that the Levites are not supposed to do any other job except to minister to God forever. So, the other 11 tribes were supposed to work and to feed the Levites. The Levites are not supposed to go to farm. They are not supposed to own any property here and there. They are only supposed to be in the house of God and to serve. And then, in the other 11 tribes are the ones who are supposed to cook, who are supposed to work and to bring the food to them to eat. Are we okay? So if we were in the olden days, uh the pastors you won't be working. The priests won't be working. Announcement peace. you come on, everyone here, you will not be working. Your full-time job will be to will be to be in the house of God. Monday to Sunday, you are just worshipping God, you are cleaning the house, making sure everything is well for the people. You the priest is inside at the temple, hearing God for the people, because the people don't have time to be able to. Go and worship God and hear God for themselves here and there. They are working. So as they are working, you hear God for them. And when they come, you tell them the mind of God. And this is what God is saying. They stand at the entrance and welcome the people to the church. Make sure everything is being received well. They share the food here and there. All those are in place. It is their full-time job. Then it comes to a point where the Lord also instructs the other 11 tribes to take a portion of their lands and give to the Levites. So in the, audience, the people who are members, alright, as you all are workers here, the members, when they want um, lands, cars, um, buildings, you will not build, you are not going to employ anyone to build for you. They will build and tell you this house is for you. They will buy lands and tell this land is for you. Are we okay? By this dispensation, based on uh, revolution and um, the change of systems now, and by the grace of God as well, you can get to work for God and can get to work for yourself. But then there are some people who are still working under a specific instruction. It doesn't mean every man of God should be able to do full time. Not everyone has that instruction. If you do it, you'll come back to. You. But there are specific instructions. And people don't know this, and then they go into full time as in quote pastors or as workers in the house of God and they're hungry so you see, see an usher in the house of god and the usher is saying i'm doing ushering full time and the church is not helping me no in these days that's not an instruction of god for us if you are an usher in the house of god it's not supposed to be a full-time job it's supposed to be one way or another a part time and then you have a secular job outside there that is able to feed you are we okay playing keyboard is not supposed to be a full-time job in the house of god but now based on how things are instrumentalists can even make it a full-time job and complain if the church is not helping them but it's supposed to be hand in hand because the church is not doing church service from monday to sunday are we okay so in this dispensation the the, the, the principles are different but then there are people who are promises who are doing that full-time There are people who are instrumentalists who are doing that full time. It's not bad. If the church is able to sustain and to take care of you in that aspect, you can do it full time. There are some engineers who are doing sound engineering for full time. There are IT guys in the church who are doing IT in the church for full time. Graphic designers are doing graphic design in the church full time. There is nothing wrong with that. So long as the church can cater for you. There is nothing wrong with that. But if the church is not unable to cater for you, then you need to get another secular job. It's not the same. Are we okay? Are we okay here? Yes, all right. So we are by, by understanding this that the Levites are people who are working in the house of the Lord, and the Lord had instructed people to also be able to feed them. then we go further as well. The book of Luke, the chapter um, 13, the verse 7. Scripture said there was there was a plant by the name the fig tree. And the Lord said it was planted, and the vine dresser was supposed to take care of it. But when the Lord returned, At the third year, this same plant had not bear fruit. And the Lord was expecting this fruit to have sprung up from this tree. So the first year the Lord gave and abroad this tree, there was no fruit. The second year there was no fruit. And then the third year there was no fruit. And the Lord says, This cannot be. The master said, This cannot be. Cut off this tree. Because it is taking up nutrients from the soil and it is wasting the nutrients. It is taking nutrient from the sun and it is wasting it. It is taking nutrient from the, um, the rain and it is still wasting it. Cut it off and let others be able to gain nutrient and flourish. And I make you aware during midnight cry that sometimes there are some people that all things are working together. Everything is in name available for them for them to prosper. And yet, they will not make themselves available for prosperity. There are some people who are DBs from the house the best money, but they will still choose to go to the game center. They will still choose to also do, in quote, fraud. Yeah, I have seen a lot. I, I, I am in Medina currently, and uh, you will see the DB, and that DB uh, is still also present. DB, there is money home. So everything in the house is available, the soil is made available for them to prosper, but they still choose another path. And the Lord says, cut them off. So there are, there are people here who are supposed to also be fruitful and prosper in this atmosphere of our ministry. And yet they are not prospering. The Lord says, cut them off. So the issue is not the rain, the issue is not the, the soil, the issue is not the sun, but the issue is they themselves. Sometimes they may put the blame on the soil. They may put the blame on the rain. They may put the blame on the sun. But sometimes the issue is there in themselves. They are unable to be fruitful. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. These people are not Levites, they they, they are not Levites. They are just depleting the soil, they are just taking up space. So many people think we cannot support God. And when they are doing something for the Lord, as Mr. Joey was saying, it's as though they are favoring God by worshipping God. It's like they are doing God a favor by worshipping Him. Without them knowing that God can have much more substitutes to do His work. Hallelujah. Many, 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 many times in the scriptures, we have seen God raise up substitutes for people who are unable to do His work or do not want to do His work. Because so there are people who are wasting up the soil. Are not doing the work of the Lord. The Lord is seeking to cut them. Hallelujah. But I believe according to scripture, the Levites are not that way. The Levites are not that way. And perhaps maybe we will raise up a Levite nation in a ministry. Oh hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Over God I to read the book of Numbers chapter 17 verse 1 to 10. So that they will be able to see the nature of Levite. But we all will become Levites. We all will rule in the aspect of Levites.
1: Numbers seventeen verse one to verse ten. Number seventeen verse one to verse ten. Yes, please. This is the word of God. Mm-hmm. And the Lord said to Moses, mm-hmm. "Speak to the Israelites yes, and get from them rods or staffs, mm-hmm. one for each father's house, mm-hmm. from all their leaders according to their father's houses. Mm-hmm. Twelve rods. Mm-hmm. Write every man's name on this rod." So an instruction was
0: given for twelve rods. This rod represented the twelve tribes of Israel. Okay, and write every leader's name of the tribe upon this rod. Please listen to this carefully. Upon the rod. It's a rod, not a tree. It's a rod. A rod means that it's been being, it's being cut off from a branch of a tree. So it has none, nothing to, to be able to trigger it to grow. Okay, move on, of God. And you shall
1: write Aaron's sister. Name. And even you write Aaron's name upon the rod of Levi. Of Levi. Mm-hmm. This brand is great grandfather. Mm-hmm. For there shall be no one rod for the head of each father's house. Okay. You shall lay them up in the tent of meeting before the ark mm-hmm. of the testimony mm-hmm. where I meet you. Verse mm-hmm. 5. Mm-hmm. And the rod of the man whom I choose mm-hmm. shall burn. Mm-hmm. And I will make to cease from me the membrane of the Israelite. So, the rod which I will choose
0: will begin to blossom and by the blossoming of this rod, I will make the
1: membrane of the other 11 tribes to stop. Mm-hmm. Which the mama had used. Okay. And Moses spoke to the Israelite. Mm-hmm. And every one of their leaders gave him a rod. So they all began to obey their instructions of making a rod and presented. One for each leader according to their father's house. Okay. Twelve rods. Mm -hmm. And the rod of Aaron was among the rods. Mm. And Moses deposited the rods before the Lord in the tent of the testimony. In the tent of a testimony. Verse 8. And the next day Moses went into the tent of the testimony. Okay, and behold, mm-hmm. the rod of Aaron for the house of Levi mm-hmm. had sprouted and brought forth among back. the 12 rods,
0: The 12 tribe of Israel, their rods, among all of them, only that of Levi began to sprang out and began to blossom, bear
1: flowers, mm-hmm. and produce. Blossoms and yielded apples. Mm. Verse 9. Okay. Moses brought out all the barn, mm. all the rot mm. from before the Lord, to all the Israelites. Mm-hmm. And they looked and each man took his rod. Yeah, right, right, right. Yes. And the Lord told Moses, mm-hmm. put Aaron's rod back before the testimony. But they put it back. After it was brought out, put it back
0: there in the depth of the testimony. In the
1: ark to be kept as a warning sign mm. for the rebels mm. and you shall make an end of their race against the me mm. least they die Tell someone I am a Levite Levi.
0: Tell someone I am a
1: Levite
0: I, Levi. I carry the anointing of the Levites There was a tribe of Judah There were other tribes that were there but when the rod was being taken and the name Aaron or Levi was being written upon the rod, and was placed in the tent, let me make it, get you this. It is a tent. Um, you all know tents, right? Okay. By the in the, the, the tent is not the one we see outside there. They have a cover here, cover here, cover back and front, and then the front they have an opening. So in the tent also, what they do with, when they go for a um, journey? When they erect a tent, they put a carpet also down for royalty. So people can be able to feel comfortable. They don't sleep on the sand. So get this. There was carpet on the floor. The tent was there. No sun had access to the rocks. No rain had access to the rod. The rod did not even have access to soil. The rock was upon the carpet. And even though the, see all the elements or all the factors in that I was supposed to make the the rod's blossom was not in existence. It did not have access to soil, did not have access to rain, did not have access to sunlight. And yet, even though all these things were adverse effect to the, the, the rod, the rod of levy among the twelve rods began to blossom, began to prosper. What am I trying to see? The Lord is granting us the grace of the divine. Even when you are placed under an atmosphere, under a circumstance or an element where you cannot be able to prosper, or you cannot be able to flourish properly, you will begin to flourish, you will begin to prosper. Are you just sit there. You see, when we carry the Levite anointing, and every other person is murmuring, Every other person is gossiping, every other person is complaining, every other person is saying the economy is not going well. We as Levites cannot be able to attach otherwise because we, when the anointing comes upon us as Levites, when things are not moving well, we in that same economy, we in that same circumstance will begin to prosper. And scripture says that the Levite who are blows on me, bring it out for the other eleven tribes to see. And when the other eleven tribes see it, they will begin to stop murmuring, they will stop gossiping. All the questions they have against God will begin to stop. Because they will know the problem is not the rod, the problem sorry is not the soil or any other thing, but the problem is their rod, their rod is the problem. They themselves are the problem, not the soil, not God, they themselves. So they will stop um, murmuring. There will be a sign, there will be a sign to the other eleven tribes. The Lord has set you out to be a sign. To the people of the world. And you see, funny enough, we now we are set as aside to the people of the world. When the people of the world are discussing about the economy, when they are discussing about marriage, when they are discussing about friendship, when they are discussing about things in their life, we are also complaining with them. We, we, we are trying to fit in their conversation. When they tell us marriage these days is not good, when they tell us now you for take two wives, now you for take two guys, if you want, we do, we are saying, hey, you know, hey, bad, but you see, no! just We are supposed to stop all those coming. When people are saying that marriages are not working and people marry for one year and then they end up. No! We will say it is working. Amen. We will be a sign to them that it can work. But we've not come to the realization of that anointing that we carry. And so we also, we have people who are Christians who are carrying the anointing of the Levites, having their marriages also destroyed and their marriages on the internet. They have cause everything here and there was on the internet. And I'm on the internet, part of the people who have said uh, we have this number of divorce cases and uh, this year. God forbid that my own will be part of it. Oh uh, your own will not be a part of it in the name of Jesus. Amen. When there's not this list is coming out, but the number of people who have divorced for a year, your own will not be a part of it in the name of Jesus.
1: Amen.
0: You see, every year they say this now people are malaria, the This These i have gotten, gotten covered, people are gotten HIV. My name is not part of the list. I carry the Levite anointed. When the things are working around people and these people are not working out well, it will work out for me. Oh, I said it will work out for me. I said it will work out for me. Because how can you put a stick upon this pulpit or this altar and without rain, without a sun, without soil, you will see the stick or the stem beginning to blossom, beginning to flourish? How possible is it? but that was the exact thing that was happening with the rod of Aaron and scripture says we are like the rod of Aaron the Levite's rod for the name of Aaron that was represented or written upon the rod of Aaron or the rod of the Levite is the name of God written upon us scripture says that the Holy Spirit is a seal upon us so the name of God is written upon us he has marked us for a purpose and so when things are not moving well for the people and the economy and the system we, it is different. Or oh, I say we, it is different.